What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story so please tune into that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information please consider being part of the subscription it's only a dollar 99 and it's definitely worth it so join in let's get to the show Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. What is going on, guys? Hopefully you guys are doing well, taking care of yourselves, staying healthy, and uh, doing everything that you can to make yourselves happy. So, I've come across a very interesting article, and sometimes when you do a deep dive into the dark web... You never know what you're going to find, but sometimes you just come across some good info and some pretty disturbing info, actually. Um, you know, anytime you type in government experiments or unheard of government experiments, you never know what you're going to come across. But guess what? I came across it. Some pretty pretty dark stuff man <laughs> be honest with you and you know if you if you ever were like a government conspiracy theorist this is the episode for you so we've talked about different projects that the government has basically run on um and different false flag operations that the government has done but i haven't really talked about operations that they've done on the u.s public so if you're not from the u.s Good on you, because these stories are going to be about what the U.S. government has done to their own citizens and and subjected them to over the years um, through uh, released documents. So we'll start with an operation that was very minimal in comparison, and then we'll build up to the really damning ones. Um, and if you still feel safe about what your government tells you to do after this, I don't know what to tell you. But let's talk about this. So there's a few different experiments I'm going to talk about. The first one, this is kind of entertaining actually, um, and still disturbing, but kind of funny, um, in, in its topic, it's called operation midnight climax. So this operation took place, uh, <laughs> underneath a Harvard graduate or a Harvard, uh, hang on, sorry. Um, with Columbia University, Stanford University, and they were working all together um, underneath the project MKUltra, and they decided that they wanted to find out how the how LSD could benefit them in a way to utilize it for torture or for mind control, brainwashing techniques, so on and so forth. So they decided to hire government enlisted prostitutes in order to lure men into CIA safe houses. Now, what did they do with them in these CIA safe houses? Well, let's take a look. So, as they lured them in, the CIA agents would then uh, elicit 
LSD, place it inside of their drinks, and sit back behind a two-way mirror and see what happened. Well, as you can imagine, that craziness would ensue, and so on and so forth. We have <laughs> crazy things happen. Now, why would they do this? It doesn't really make much sense. It sounds like a party. You know, I mean, that's all it sounds like. Yet they were utilizing these these men who were unwittingly putting themselves into these experiments. Now, the Nuremberg Code, which was written in 1947, uh, states that you're not allowed to experiment on people without their consent. They have to consent. They have to have uh, reasonable consent, reasonable understanding of the, of the experiment, side effects, so on and so forth. However, these poor guys were just unfortunately doing something they probably shouldn't be doing but they were they weren't hurting anybody and they got basically drugged they got drugged by the government unwittingly now what's interesting is they hid recording devices in the walls uh in the um, the sockets the outlets uh so that they could have recording devices in them and um this took place in on the coast San Francisco Marin County California and New York City a lot of these experiments take place on the coast. Some have good reason and some don't. Um, but there's never a good reason to to do what these guys are doing here. So, now, that might have been slightly entertaining. However, it gets pretty deep and dark here. So, like, this is the next one. We've got Operation Sea Spray. So, if you haven't heard of this one, this, hap this occurred in September 1950, and the U.S. Army was involved in a secret experiment to test the possibility of biological warfare on the West Coast. They did so by releasing biological weapons into the streets of San Francisco to test their effects. Hmm, what does this sound like? It sounds like exactly what they're doing in New York and in the subways where they warned people that they were going to be running tests with non-invasive, non-toxic, non-problematic gases, but that they were going to be testing uh, these, these gases, whatever they are. In the subways, I'm not sure if it had anything to do with COVID or they were trying to test patterns of how how you know streams of liquid molecules uh, get passed and so on and so forth. But nonetheless, they're still doing these projects. And yes, they didn't notify us, but nobody has signed off and said yes, I'll, I'll you know partake in your experiment. They're just doing it. They did they did announce it, but they didn't. Have anyone sign off on anything? What if the what if whatever's in these gases are do end up being problematic to their health later on down the line? As you'll find out in some of these experiments, the government doesn't always know what's in these in these experimental drugs and experimental vaccines until years later sometimes. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, so going back to this, uh, this Operation Sea Spray six different biological warfare tests were performed on the residents of San Francisco. These releases killed many people and hurt several more. The government then concluded that it's very likely for a coastal city to be affected by such warfare. Gee, how nice. Thanks, government. I'm paying my tax dollars and you're sending out gases that are going to kill me. Thumbs up. So, uh, one of the many deaths caused by this experiment was Edward Nevin, and he died from a bacteria uh, that the government spread, uh, which went into his urinary tract and then into his heart. Other cases soon followed, but some were cured, uh, 
after long, torturous hospital stays. Could you imagine that? This is a biological attack. It goes in, it went in through his urinary tract and then into his heart. Like, how, how does it even get into your urinary tract? And obviously, it could go into anywhere once it's in your body. But Jesus, from your urinary tract to your heart? I mean, dude, what the hell? I mean, this is stuff that could be tested in a lab on animals or, you know, I mean, not, I mean, not that that's great either, but I mean, Jesus, it could be something else. Some, <laughs> it could be cockroaches. It could be anything. See if they survive. But they're testing out humans without our consent. And this, within America, within the past 70 years, now this is going back to 1950, we're going to go to a case that's only 20, 30 years old. And then even more recently. So... Keep your hats on. So if you think that's bad, they just released six times in San Francisco, New York, and elsewhere in uh, Marin County. So uh, number three is Operation Big Buzz. So as you can imagine by the title, uh, it had to do with an insect. The government released uh, millions of mosquitoes known to carry yellow fever in 1955 into Georgia parks. Just the parks. Hey, kids, let's go out to the park. Guess what? Our government's not all that great. They're going to inject us with a whole bunch of stuff from mosquitoes. Yay! Let's have fun. So the goal was to determine how effective insects could be in biological warfare by tracking biting habits on citizens. Thanks, government. Although the mosquitoes weren't infected with yellow fever, the government still tested the potential for biological warfare by experimenting on its own citizens with the people of Savannah, Georgia being the target. It also recorded that government officials disguise themselves as healthcare officials to effectively record mosquito bites and track their locations. So they're saying that the, although the mosquitoes weren't infected, it doesn't make any sense. Why would they not infect them? The, the millions of mosquitoes that were released were known to carry yellow fever, they stated. And then later in this article, they're saying they weren't infected with yellow fever. doesn't make any sense. So... Many other experiments similar to Operation Big Buzz were also performed, such as Operation Dropkick and Operation Big Itch. Operation Dropkick is very similar that they tested mosquitoes in Georgia, and Operation Big Itch involved the government releasing fleas into the public and studying their biting and travel habits. Like the goal for Big Buzz, Big Itch was meant to determine how effective fleas would be in spreading disease and biological warfare. All of these studies show the government's determination to develop advanced biological warfare methods. So, even though they say that these these insects were not uh, tainted with anything, they can't know for sure. They released millions of mosquitoes, and they released tons of these fleas. So, I mean, they can't know what they have, not all of them. So, I mean, they could have been infected with any, anything. Um, so, there you go. Number two, one of the worst experiments I can think of is the extremely shocking Willowbrook experiments that were aimed to discovering a cure for hepatitis. The continuous study lasted for a torrential 14 years from 56 to 70, and the subjects were taken from the Willowbrook State School located in Staten Island, New York. These were mentally handicapped children who did not and could not consent to testing, but they would often die from the treatments. The tests, often, the tests involved injecting the, student, uh, the children with experimental drugs that were meant to cure hepatitis. 
however, many of these children often died. When questioned about their actions, officials justified themselves by stating that hepatitis was prevalent in the institution and nearly all patients would become infected anyway. The children who did not contract the disease naturally were infected by the administrators to carry on the experiment. My God. Terrifying. And one of the worst ones coming up next. Now, now of course, you know, we have... You know all these malaria experiments and all these all these other um, you know Tuskegee experiments and that kind of thing. We know about those. Those are pretty common, but we don't. A lot of people don't know about these, so that's why we're kind of covering them here. Uh, the number one worst one in this particular article, uh, which is on listverse.com in 2017, if you want to look it up. And there's other ones I haven't even covered, but this one is from 1990 to 91. Hmm, not that long ago, guys. I don't know about you, but I was around in 1991, and uh, you know what? I wouldn't have wanted to be part of this test. Uh, so ex this experiment involved the measles vaccine uh, and was conducted from 90 to 91 by the CDC, Centers of Disease Control. Wow. I just actually came across. I really haven't even read into this one too much. This study was done in the experiment, not study. They didn't study it. They perform this experiment. Doctors wanted to know if they could use it to replace natural antibodies in babies. They wanted to know if they could replace natural antibodies in babies. So babies that were born to a mother that already had measles or the vaccine, they wanted to see if they could replace those antibodies with this vaccine. To test this, doctors injected thousands of babies in, third world, in the third world countries with the drug. Vaccines eventually led to several immune problems in the babies and caused many deaths, although the exact number is unknown, obviously. However, knowing the drug had this effect, the government still tested on African American and Hispanic babies in Los Angeles. They injected more than 1,500 babies in the United States with the experimental drug, however, and that's just what they say. Uh, could have been many, many more. However, the study came to an end when it was discovered that African children were dying at an alarming rate up to three years after receiving the vaccinations. The CDC later admitted that the parents were unaware that the children were being injected with the experimental drug that had not yet been verified by the FDA. Huh. Weird. This article is from 2017, before Miss Corona even came about. Isn't it interesting that in 1991, the CDC was conducting these experiments, unwitting to the parents, injecting them into babies, tracking them, finding out that they were dying, not just immediately, but years later, as an alarming rate, according to this article, an alarming rate up to three years after receiving the vaccinations. I'm not telling you guys what to do. If you got the vaccination, great. I, I only want the best for my fellow Americans and people around the world. I just want people to live. But I also want you guys to be aware of what the government has done in the past to people unwittingly. And for, it, you know, although they say it's for, you know, good purposes and good meanings, they did it without consent. They did it without consent. The Tuskegee experiment was done without consent. Let me tell you about another one. One last one here. 
one for the road. This one's really interesting. Now, there's there's lots of experiments, right? But <laughs> some of these are just ridiculous. This one actually occurred <coughs> in Illinois. Stateville Penitentiary. If you guys aren't familiar with Stateville, okay, I'm, I've been around the U.S. I'm familiar with Stateville Penitentiary. They actually closed down Stateville. Stateville was, was, had been around since the turn of the century, um, and lots of bad stuff happened there. Uh, so in the 1940s, this experiment took place. It's called the Stateville Penitentiary Malaria Study. So this study included 400 prisoners who were illegally infected with malaria and subjected to studies. Wow, you have no more rights. We're going to lock you up. For the rest of your life, you're screwed because you're not going to be able to get a job. And you know what? Let's just inject you with malaria, too, on top of it. Thanks, U.S. government. I'm telling you guys, this podcast alone should be enough to make you just want to, like, run for the hills and get the hell out of the U.S. Because this shit is fucking crazy. Sorry, I don't think I've ever sworn in a podcast, so I apologize. But it is. It is absolutely bonkers. So, um, the U.S. government. Okay, here we go. So, Stateville Penitentiary, located in Illinois. It's in northern Illinois. And it involved the 400 prisoners. Now, it gets even crazier because, in addition, the tests were administered and documented solely by prisoners themselves. Not only were they the patients, but they were also the proctors of, these, of this study. The prisoners also decided which of them would take part in the experiment. The testing process counted towards their sentence and allowed some of them to serve much less time. The prisoners would also choose who is eligible to receive a reduced sentence. So basically, some of them who participated in this were eligible for early release and to knowledgeably partake. However, there were 400 that unwittingly and illegally were infected with malaria. Okay? So just think about that. And however intriguing this may be for some of these prospective patients, the experimental drugs often had irreversible side effects. That's the scary thing is that, like, you know, they tested these on human subjects. They could have taken people that were, like, willing to jump in and be like, hey, you know what, if you pay me for this study, which we have plenty of those, I know people that are involved in medical studies that get paid to be part of the study, and they know what they're getting into. They're given all of the side effects, they're given all the information, and they sign up for it. Some of them are short-term studies, some of them are long-term. Um, so there, there's people that are willing to, to get paid to do these, yet so often the government just says, screw it, we're just going to run the tests ourselves. We don't care, and we're not going to pay you. And uh, you know, if you get hurt, too damn bad. You're not even going to know about it anyway. Um, this is this is bad, guys. This is really bad. This is stuff. This is basically the stuff of nightmares, man. I mean, like, if you thought you couldn't trust, you know, the people that are supposed to be taking care of us, you're right. Um, so to move forward in this article, um, one of the most fam- famous prisoners involved in the experiment was Nathan Leopold, who many recognize from the Leopold and Loeb murder case of 1924. He stated that the prisoners would often deal with the horrifying side effects without complaint. Despite the immorality of the experiment, it was praised by many 
for the benefits it would create for society. Citizens saw it as a sacrifice to find the cure for malaria at the prisoner's expense. And that just goes to show you that, you know, we just, we see prisoners as, as basically animals, maybe even less than, you know, I mean, there's still people. Yeah. I mean, people do make mistakes, but there's a lot of people, a lot of people that are inherently just really bad. And then there's some folks that actually make mistakes that still end up in jail, you know, and that's, that's the sad thing is that a lot of these people probably didn't deserve to be part of this experiment or definitely didn't deserve to be part of the experiment. Um, so it, that just goes to show you, there's so many of these crazy experiments that have happened, um, that, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's not just, it's not just these that I've told you guys. I mean, there's, there's tons of them. I mean, I mean, you guys have, I'm sure read the Tuskegee experiment, um, you know, which happened in, in 1932, um, you know, with the syphilis, uh, you know, lawsuits were filed, um, the government did grant free burial services to all surviving patients. I mean, oh, gee, thanks, you know, ooh, what, what a nice government you are, you know, thanks, thanks for that help. But, um, you know, the experiment was supposed to last for six months. It became a long-term study that lasted 40 years, you know, on the African-American population. Um, they were never told it was an experiment. Um, when pen penicillin uh, became the main drug to treat syphilis, the patients were denied access, weren't even given the option to opt out of the study. Um, in exchange, they were given free medical exams. But, I mean... You know, I know things have changed in the med in, in in medical uh, in the medical field. However, that being said, stuff is, as most recently as 1990, 91, um, and I'm sure afterwards have continued to occur. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. If things hadn't changed after the Nuremberg study, and the government was going around injecting babies, um, you know, with the malaria. Um, is what they said, right? Let's just double check that. Uh, the measles. They were injecting with measles, sorry, in 1991. Um, you know, this is, this is just, it, it's not going to stop. If they didn't stop with the Nuremberg Code being signed, you know, ratified everything, you know, it was, it was worldwide uh, accepted um, that patients have to be knowledgeable about the experiment that they're being subjected to all of the side effects that could possibly take place etc etc and look at now look at even now the vaccine study the the, the uh, material data safety sheets have nothing on them for the for the the covid vaccine they have nothing on them you open it up i mean you, you can see this on youtube all over the place there's tons of videos on it Phar pharmacists opening up, up the box there's nothing in the blank sheet, um, you know, and it, and it, it's like it's like the just like this measles vaccine, tons of kids started dying three years after uh, receiving vaccinations. What's going to happen in three years? I, you know, I, I I didn't know if I could put much confidence into you know folks saying, oh, in three years these people are going to die, da 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 da. But now, after reading this, this study and, and this article, you know, and, and it actually stating that a lot of kids did die after receiving the, this, this particular vaccine um, that they tested out, what do you think? I mean, the information's right, right out there in front of us. They could have tested this on parents who were willing to 
have their kids be test subjects, but they didn't. They just ran out there and started injecting people with it. Dude, I don't know about you guys, man, but this is enough to make me want to go find a nice mountain, find a nice cabin, and just stay up in there because this is just absolutely bonkers. So I'm not trying to, <laughs> to be negative. I'm trying to open up your eyes. I'm trying to open up my own eyes, trying to learn as much as I can um, because I believe in a lot of things. I believe that there's, there's life after this. I believe in the paranormal. I believe, I believe in the fact that the government knows a lot more than what they're, they're leading on about a lot of those cases, paranormal, aliens, uh, life after death so on and so forth, that they're not out for, for our, our general well-being. They're not. They're out for themselves. Um, it's sad to say that when this country was initially built, that it was built with good intentions to have, you know, land of the free and home of the brave. Um, you know, unfortunately, they did have slavery, but, you know, the intention for the future of the country was to be home of the free, land of the brave, and to have good representation within government. Now it seems like that's not the case. Now it seems like we're not being represented well. We're not being represented with our best interests at heart. And we were supposed to have representatives initially take place to, to take care of us. I think back to the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson and how a lot of those patriots... They had good intentions. They wanted the best. They were tired of being under the thumb of, of the Queen and of England, of being taxed out the yin-yang and, and being, you know, forced to do things. It feels like America has become old England. It feels like America now is the place to escape from as opposed to England back in the 16 and 1700s. It's unfortunate. It could, it could have been a great country, and it still has the potential to do so, but without changing all of these negative things that have painted a horrible picture of the government, the CDC, I mean, how can you trust them? Anyway, guys, I'm going to try to find some other info to do another podcast on, so I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, take care of yourselves. Do what you think is right. Do what you think is necessary to keep yourself healthy. And don't let anybody tell you you have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. The Constitution has your back. The Constitution has your back. Do your research. Okay? If you don't want to partake in any medical anything, you don't have to. You don't have to partake in any medical, experimental medication. You don't have to take part in anything. There's plenty of court cases. There's plenty out there to back you up if you need it. So do some research if you need it. Um, again, I didn't really want to talk about the COVID vaccine. Uh, I wanted to talk. I always like to talk about more of like covert government operations and that kind of thing. Again, I got your back if you got the COVID vaccine. I got your back if you didn't. I'm all, I'm all for Americans. I'm all for freedom of choice. So, nonetheless, hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Hopefully you guys are following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, doing something to entertain yourself today. Uh, take a little time for yourself. 
stay healthy, uh, eat right, you know, do the things that are, that are going to make you feel better mentally and physically, spiritually. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.